0: Welcome to the Black Girl Burnout Podcast, Kelly here. And as the team and I continue to opt into rest and take the week off, we are going to be sharing more segments for my interview with Cassandra Dunbar and her fantastic podcast, Be Well Sis. So enjoy another segment of that interview and we will talk to you soon.
1: Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So, so good. I um was thinking about how while you were talking about how I would show up like last year, maybe the year before to therapy. And I'm like, I'm so frustrated. I'm just like, you know, we've been together for a while now and you're an amazing therapist. But why am I not healed? And she's just like, <laughs> girl, um, <laughs> she was like, you've made strides, like you've grown. Like, can you see your growth? I'm just like, yeah, I, I can see my growth, but how come I'm not together yet? She's just like, girl, like, it's a practice. Like, we yes. are all just practicing, like, yes. to practice. It's a journey, like you said. Um, and where do you think the struggle with self-compassion comes from?
0: I think it's, I think it's historical and cultural. Like that's kind of my lens with how I see the black experience a lot. And particularly the black woman's experience is that I think we have not had space historically to even explore identity, to explore Mm. passions. You know, I talk a lot about joy as well. I'll circle back to that later, but there just, isn't space for that historically. And when we look generationally, that just gets passed on. It's like just getting through the day, just getting things done. And so as a result, there isn't room for compassion because there isn't room for, you know, I'm struggling. There isn't room. There's not permission to be. And when you don't feel like culturally you have permission to be the kind of fallout from that is that you just push, 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 go, go, go. I should be better. I should do better. Why haven't I done this? Why It's just this very negative and critical lens? And I feel that we've been programmed to, to kind of do that because if you're an African-American, for example, your legacy is one of like hard work. Yes. like working an inhuman amount of labor and yes. being measured by inhuman amounts of labor. And so it trickles. Obviously, no one is sat, being expected to go out into a field and labor there, but it, that, that, that attitude has trickled down. So it's not, I have sure. to pick 400 pounds of cotton. It's more like I need to do 50 things off my checklist yes. to be valuable because our value historically has been rooted in the work we have done. And so I think that that's, that's part of it. And I think with the diaspora, there's still some much commonalities that I think it wouldn't be that far off as well if you were in Africa or the Caribbean and other places. Did you know Black Girl Burnout has a YouTube channel now? We created this channel to give you even more bonus content, things you will not find on the podcast, like Hey Girl Chats. This is where we build community through conversation with ordinary women like you and myself. It's informal. It's fun. We guarantee you're going to love it. Also on the channel will be affirmations dropped monthly, as well as guided meditations and all our guest interviews. So head over to YouTube and opt in by subscribing to our channel and catch all the new content.
2: I don't know about you, but I have opted out of struggle when it comes to meal prepping and eating high quality food. With ButcherBox, you get incredible deals on premium cuts. Deals this good are hard to come by at the grocery store. I know for myself, I do not like having to plan out everything I eat and then also be concerned about the quality of what I'm eating. When it comes to ButcherBox, it means less trips to the grocery store for me. It means knowing immediately in my freezer what's available and feeling confident about what's in there. It's about the value that ButcherBox offers. I mean, where else can you get free protein for a whole year? With ButcherBox, you don't have to worry about what's for dinner. ButcherBox is offering our listeners their choice of a weeknight meal essential. Three pounds of chicken thighs, two pounds of ground beef, or one pound of premium steak tips for free in every order for a whole year. Plus, get $20 off your first order. Sign up today at butcherbox.com BGB and use code BGB to choose your free offer and get $20 off. Black representation in media means everything to me. Black girl burnout wouldn't exist if I couldn't look to other Black women in this space that came before me for inspiration and education on how to create what I've created. Well, if you're looking for the next generation of influential Black voices, look no further than NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. In this collection, you're going to hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and how people have created world-shifting things out of struggle. I just listened to an episode with Tracy Ellis Ross where it talked about how she's iconic and she's our favorite rich auntie. The episode was inspirational and educational and, of course, funny. It is important for us to hear ourselves and to understand the power of Black women and their voices and how much we can truly create. This new series by NPR centers the story of us in a way that hasn't traditionally been done, with Black stories, Black truths you will hear a range of voices as nuanced and as varied as the Black experience itself. And it's also a reminder that our story should never be about us, without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts.
1: For sure, for sure. And I'm so happy that you made that so plain. Um When we talk about when people talk about like, you know, generational traumas, I think we forget that piece. But that is a major piece, you know, um, that our worth was tied to how much we produced. And that's it. I think even now that I'm thinking about it, just specifically if we think about Black men um, and the conversation that are happening right now online with like high value, which I hate that term Girl. so much because we are all valuable. You
0: give one term, it's
1: high Ooh, value. That's that one. My goodness, I'm it's gonna say what? What is that? Slave
0: auction, man. Slave Truly, it's giving Truly. slave auction.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they just don't see it. Your value is not tied to how much you make, what you do for a living. None of those things matter. You as a human being, you are intrinsically valuable just because that's it. Um, But going back to the generational trauma, I think a lot of us just don't realize how much of that has is part of our legacy and that we have to actively work to undo that and step away from that for sure. And and it's hard in this society, though, because just American culture in general is like be productive and productivity uh, above all. And it's just it's a lot.
0: (laughs) It's it's that. Yeah, I 100 percent agree. It's that and this belief this false belief that wellness is whiteness that mm. healing is whiteness like who gets to heal and who gets to thrive is a very white picture and and that is, again, historical, too. But currently, let's just look at right now, right? What you're saying is we have a culture that's obsessed with productivity. That is absolutely not debatable. But what is also interesting is that in these wellness spaces, it tends to be filled with white whiteness. And, you know, a lot of white women, and it's women's work, too. Let's also be clear across gender lines. It is a female-identified folks and women who are considered able to pursue wellness, right? So, Mm. And I, I do think that we... I have conversations with people, which is really interesting, where people will say that, you know, I I don't see like when they see wellness, they're like, well, that's not for black folks. We have to reappropriate it for black folks. And I'm like, "Uh, strolling on the beach isn't for black folks. Like and I mean, again, it's the aesthetic they're responding to. But it's like, no, Mm -hmm. let's really break that down. Are you really saying that like. You know i have this interesting conversation i don't want to derail us on like is brene brown for white folks or not or black brown folks and people bring like there's a a community it's like it's not for brown folks i'm like so you're telling me a a white woman who's living her best life i'm a social worker so i'm like girl get that million dollars ain't nobody getting a million dollars in the social work field anyways it's like (laughs) so i reject that not that i don't think there's nuance and ways to apply a thing or to make it more culturally familiar I, mm-hmm. That's not a debate. I'm on board with that. You know, mm-hmm. Brene Brown is a middle class white woman. She wasn't she's not thinking about, you know, lower class black folks or middle class mm-hmm. black folks for that matter. Mm-hmm. But it's this fundamental cynicism that pursuing a lifestyle like that is somehow not available for us. And it gets mm-hmm. over packaged is not for us. Well, OK, yes, I get you. I may not be able to relate with somebody doing, you know, yoga in, in their, you know, mansion. But mm-hmm. uh, I want that. I want to have a life where I get up and I'm like, I'm going to do yoga and stretch it out. And I'm going to hug my puppy because that's my life. That's not a white thing. No, that's a good life that everyone is entitled to. And I refuse to buy into that narrative that that's not accessible for me because that is absolutely what I want. And it's not attached to a financial amount. It's just the concept of like that being well, that being vulnerable, that being courageous, that being, you know, open and flexible and joyous Mm -hmm. is denied us it's like Mm -hmm. i I reject that and i think that that's also in some ways white supremacist thinking like they want you to think oh that's for you that's not for me i got to be out grinding and hustling and you got to make it grind and hustle language which is why we have high value men and high value women like no we you know you deserve that too that's what i want yes and it's my human right
2: That's it for today's episode.
0: Here are a few ways where you can support this podcast. First things first, if you haven't subscribed and follow the podcast, we're streaming on all major platforms. That's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, just to name a few. Subscribe and get each new episode as it drops. Secondly, subscribe to the newsletter. Give me and the team so much energy, and we appreciate you so much. Until we speak next, take care of yourself and
2: take care of each other.
1: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or Mc Crispy Sandwich.